0: Yeah, so while we wait for Solovey to uh, get back on, uh I just want to see some people there. There is Chris Cacho. Eh? Stand up for recognition, Chris Cacho. Hey, Solomon.
1: I think this network is... So where
0: did you disappear? not...
1: I think the network is is fighting me, but it shall not. It shall, I shall overcome. Please, please,
0: please. No, I I, I think your political enemies are undermining.
2: You.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> okay, Solomon. There's 385 yeah. listeners. Let's get started. Really. Let's yes. Let's. Let's. let's please. So yeah. I was telling you this morning, and I want to repeat this: yeah. that when I said yes. yesterday that you are my yeah. kid sister, people almost ate me to pieces. <laughs> You know, you are tying yourself on people. You even look at the resemblance, it's not there. For you, your nose is big. I said, okay, guys, let, let's take it. Now, Solomon, please tell yes. us, please tell us. Who is Solomon? How did she arrive on the scene? You <laughs> on the that, was a, that was another very common question. You're yeah. talking about performing artists. Why? Why yeah. Solomon? Why? So
1: you talk to us. Who are you? Okay, thank you so much, Robo. Who is not my brother, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> no, but we go way Whala back. Way back. La la la. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much. I am truly, truly humbled by um, being on this platform. And as usual, this is how I start. La la la. So I hope I'm not loud in your earphones, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that is me. Anyway, yes. I'm Solomon Basuta, I am a singer, I'm a performing artist, I'm the queen of love, I'm Uganda's greatest export. Um, been around mm-hmm. for a while, but officially, I started my career in 2015, so six years ago. But before that, I've been singing for quite a while, backing up for different artists, singing at different events, being you know, a lead singer for a jazz band, so I've been around quite a bit but um the official solo career started in um, 2015 and that is how solo me arrived okay let's
0: first go Mm -hmm. back a little bit at what point at what point in your life did you realize Mm -hmm. you could sing (laughs) um
2: wow don't worry i
0: am i am am, am still i am still looking for whether i can sing and it's been 52 years
1: So you counting my eyes because I'm seeing my obes no. here, Brenda. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> I've been singing well, no, since uh-huh.
0: So at what point in your yeah. in your life did you did you figure yeah. out look, this I can do this and I love it?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um officially that started in Geyser High School because in gaza high school i was really exposed to music and any og here knows that gaza high school is known for music and singers and i was in the choir classically trained mostly so that's when i figured out oh i love the arts and it wasn't just singing i was either singing or dancing or acting i was one of those kids um, who was really always on the stage. And I loved the stage. I loved everything about the stage. I came alive when I was on stage. And that's when I figured out, hmm, I love the art, but I saw it more as a hobby, not a career. So it was like, oh, we're having fun. We're having fun. Let's let's keep going with this. So that's when it all began so in 1996.
0: You- <laughs> hey, you have, you have said it. You have real stages.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it's all right.
0: <laughs> so, so follow me. I want to create context yeah. for people listening because they may not get yes. some of the questions that we ask. And I know yes. that it's something you've studiously avoided, even if I've been questioning you about it. So, your parents. No, it's
2: fine.
0: Your parents.
2: Yes. They,
0: yep. are, pro- they are academics, professors. Yes. So, your your dad is a professor of what?
1: Professor in math, Imagine. he was a, almost a first professor of mathematics in East Africa. Professor Paul Mugambi.
0: Uh-huh. and then your mom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My mom is a senior. Was a senior lecturer, still is actually um, in the Faculty of Education in Makere, but she's an artist, so she's uh-huh. one of those. Yeah. So yeah, what
0: what what has been? a bit difficult for me to reconcile and I guess this happens to many families as well and the kids come and your dad is a professor mm. of mathematics your mom is an academic
2: yeah. how mm. does
0: a child of such a family setup now go against mm. the grain and decide to become a performing artist wasn't that like sacrilege in the family
1: <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was and wasn't <laughs> Kinda, you know. Um, this may go back. if may reach my so, family. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> <everywhere. right. laughs> no, it's right. So, so um, I, I think, think I think for. Mm-hmm.
0: You see, there. Are, I'll tell you this, Solomon. There are people whose parents are. Yes. Law, lawyers, bankers. Mm. I don't know what mm. other things. is there. They are surgeons and the child yeah. wants to be the child wants to be a, a rap artist or a chef so thank you. How yeah. Do you yeah how do you navigate that complex family situation
1: um i think for me what happened is first of all my parents um, saw me in the musical circles for a long time, right from Gaza mm-hmm. High School, then I joined uh, St. Francis Chapel and I was in all those productions, then you know, the, at different church circles, worship Harvest, I was in productions, they were coming for my productions, they came for all my concerts, mm-hmm. concerts, even when the music was extremely loud, um, <laughs> and they were there. <laughs> And then on the other hand, my dad is in Kampala Singers, mm-hmm. so he's also awesome. a singer of sorts. My mom used to sing. So they kind of saw me in that space. Um, but uh, where it yeah. the difference where, where, where the, the, the issue slightly was was they were saying it like, no, it's it's a hobby, and you can do it at the same time as your other job that I was doing in Bank of Uganda at that time. And okay. so it wasn't seen as, oh, you can do this as a career because the sibling who I followed, my brother, Ganzi Mugula, is, is a national swimmer and he was yes. doing both things. He works in, in Stan Big Bank and he's also a national swimmer. And so it, it was like, no, this the way to go is you can do both things. And then comes Solomon Basuta saying, no, I want to do music and entertainment solo as the only thing. So and you, so that where, conversation, you, I...
0: You girl you first wait. You first wait.
1: What? <laughs>
0: you left a job in the bank of Uganda to go and sing.
1: to become a mudongo as they we are badongo. <laughs> wow, la, 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 la. <laughs> now that is courage.
0: <laughs> That's absolute courage. How, yeah. how? How did yeah. you, How did you even? How did you I mean look I'm Okay, so how did you even reconcile? I mean, look, people—that's an enviable place. Everybody wants to be in there. Yes, cares them, everything. Yes, and yes, you followed your heart, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did you have this discussion with yourself?
1: <laughs> well, it's it's it it started a long time ago. I think before twenty fifteen. I just started feeling uncomfortable in the job that I was in. I started to feel, and it wasn't a bad job. Bank of Uganda is one of, at the time I was there, I don't know how it is now, but um, it was. it's a great job. It's a comfortable job. You have a great paycheck. You have great benefits. But I was feeling so dissatisfied with what I was doing because, for me, mm. what I really wanted to do was music and entertainment, but I wanted to do something that deals with people and touch people and reach people. And I was working on a website and IT and computer science, That and I was thinking, How does this particularly touch people? And I'm such an emotional person and a creative, and that wasn't working for me. And so I had conversations with myself, and I was thinking, So Uh Solomon, how can we make this move (laughs) swiftly? (laughs) 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 And 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 that transition was crazy, Robo. It was a crazy transition because yes. I had a conversation with myself. I was absolutely scared. I had then conversations with my friends at that time. I said, guys, I want to do this. Mm. And of course, some of them were like, Yes, you should. What has it has taken you too long? Mm. You should have done this long time ago. Right. But then I sat down with my supervisor in the bank and he said, Solomon, please don't do this. Mm. Don't do this. Mm. You're going to go on the road and start begging for money. Mm. No one leaves Bank of Uganda. Take a dead year. You can always come back, you Mm. know. And then at that time, you know, I also talked to my spiritual, you know, the pastors that were above me. And and so there was a lot of counsel. Um, And then eventually, by the time I made that decision, I knew that if I didn't do it, Now I will not do it. I will stay in the comfortable zone. I will stay in what is familiar. And also at that time, I wasn't, I'm not married now, but hey, I wasn't, it was a good risk. (laughs) I wasn't married, I didn't have children. So that decision did not affect many parties. However much, yes, it did affect my family because they, you know, when parents, when you bring up your child, you have hopes, you know, mm. again, you know in Luganda, let me say this agenda I call you know, you know, working a good job, get married, mm. buy a house, mm. have land, you know, yeah. that dream. And so when your child comes and says, mommy, I got music. I want to do music. Mm. I remember my mom cried. <laughs> I need to be truthful about that. My mom cried. <laughs> it wasn't a, a good conversation. Yeah. Um, however... Um I did make the jump and I resigned. You know, um, and you know, it was a it was it was uh uh-huh. you know,
0: there's one of our mentors, Bambolinde, He said that those are the yes, decisions. yes, yes. You count one, two, three, and you jump. <laughs> <laughs> you and, don't wait, no, Oh, you want to do it. <laughs> yes, and he said, and he said when you have no options, no pit is deep in the <laughs>
1: So, Kongwe, you resign. That is the so true. Because I resigned BOU and started my music career.
0: First, <laughs> first, first stop there, Solomon. Hmm? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. First, give us in a sound, and we first hear. Because we now want to know this girl who jumped to a career. Hmm?
1: <laughs> is, is is
0: did she make the right decision? <laughs> Let us first hear. You first. First, first give us in at least two... Sample, sample. Minutes, sample, two, one and a half minutes two, to go it.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yo, 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 yo. Until this is our badongo chat. yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Zesolo, basuta, mumpulira, Selector, selector, <laughs> here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you won't hear the track, but uh, you'll hear my acapella. I want to hear the voice.
2: Whenever was I watching on jagalanyo quando everygammbo been blind And he calls me his beautiful one and all his acts of love. Overwhelm me when he wraps me in his mighty hands, he satisfies my soul with good things, and I need oh that you love me, and I need that you see me. Zani, that you call me by name Zani Zani. Hey, hey
1: <laughs> DJ, DJ goes to track two. Oh, hey.
0: No, first, wait. So now this is. Where, hey, wait, go. Okay. This is where <laughs> we ask you, at least, yeah, me on behalf of the. Over seven hundred people listening. Fever
1: and knee. So this is this is my MM number 0772 uh, 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 uh.
0: Okay, let's get back. Let's get
1: let's
0: get back to the Yes. So now you make the decision yeah, yeah. to go and become a CEO. Yeah. So how do you yes. then go about it? Had you made any plans? Did you? What was in place? How did you get started and how did you <laughs> Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so 2015, when I started out, that's the same year when I had my debut concert, my first sold out concert in Golf Coast Hotel. I mentioned that because it was huge. Um, and uh, it was a good concert. And after that, a lot of those happened for me blankets and wine i sang there and then quella junction was there at that time and so um i had a good kind of starting point of events that happened for me and that's a good thing for a singer when you have platforms that kind of showcase so, so, who you are and there were so, huge so how platforms did
0: you, how did you get to these platforms did you have networks what are, tell us how did you manage mm-hmm. access these platforms
1: um absolutely those were networks so the after finishing my concert, which I did, um, the next platform that came up was Quella Junction. And I knew um, the gentleman called uh, Kahirim mm. um, the CEO of Quella, and I knew him as a friend. And so we reached out to his um, manager at that time, Alice, and we said, Alice, um, we want to just be a curtain raiser. At that time, you you don't ask for money. You just ask for Mm. opportunities. You don't Mm. be there saying, oh, I want 20 million. No, Mm. this is opportunity. This Mm. is, you know, Mm. a place for you to start for man. So we knew her and we reached out to her. mm. And when I was seen on that stage, I came out like as if I was the next superstar Uganda had never seen. (laughs) And I was just singing three songs. Where was this? This was Serena. Serena.
0: The, the one where they played... There's one where I went on stage and danced. Me and somebody called Michael. Uh, Michael
2: uh,
1: uh, we yes, me. I... Re- <laughs> we,
0: we went and... Did Not that one.
1: Danced. It was... <laughs> ah, okay. And broke the stage. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It was way before that. Um, ah, okay. It was wow. way before that. And so when when I was seen on that stage, then another gentleman called Biaru, Biaruhanga, of... Um, Um, of Blankets and Wine then Mm. saw me and reached out and said, hey, I saw you here, Mm. so can you come and do a set at Blankets and Wine? And that was extremely huge for me. And so that opened another door. And then when they saw me there, then Comedy Meets Music by Pablo, he saw me there and said, oh, you can come and do something. So just doors kept opening up because I had different connections. And, And for me, what I've learned is every... Sorry, every opportunity is is, is, a, is a starting point for another opportunity. Always, <laughs> so you have to kind of put your best foot forward. I, I want to take you back. How important,
0: yeah. and I, this, I'm not just talking about music or performing arts, how important is mm. it for one to be seen and be visible mm. in the way that you've described? Mm. And how can a person go about creating visibility for themselves, especially in this age and time with all these technology opportunities. How yeah, does
2: yeah,
0: what, yeah, so you tell us, what, what do you do? How do you go about it? How do you even conceptualize that I must offer mm. this for free to say, look, Just allow me yeah, to, yeah. yeah. How do you conceptualize that you need that? Just because there are people wondering, how did she manage even to know these people?
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> mm. I think networks, networks, networks. Those, those are very key things that mm. I have seen in this industry. Mm. Um, it's not even the money. Mm. You don't have to say, oh, I always have to have money to pay someone. No, mm. it's, it's the people that you know. Um, and so for me, I think to, to put yourself mm. out there, I think not just in music, just generally speaking, in any business, put yourself out there. There are so many tools that you can mm. use right now We have social media. It is the
2: Mm.
1: biggest platform. You can reach someone in Kazakhstan in a second. You know, you don't have to drive there, take a flight, whatever it is. So use the platforms that you have. And for me, that has Mm. worked. And for many entertainers, that's the best thing. Mm. You have YouTube. Every single day, you can put a video of you singing or talking or covering a different song Mm. every day on TikTok. TikTok is the the hugest thing. You can do something of five seconds and Mm. share it. WhatsApp statuses are the, you can put something on WhatsApp status that is seen by a thousand people. And so really online is Mm. is definitely the hugest thing right now. And especially in COVID where we as musicians, Mm. we don't have the gigs. We do not have the events. They have refused us. It is okay, Um, but (laughs) <laughs> no, it's okay, we have to keep it. We can do virtual no problem. A virtual, definitely. But you see also that, you know, you can create, and you see what, an, another platform that, platforms that keep coming up is Club Beats at Home. Mm. Those are other spaces where musicians can tap into and say, oh, I will be visible here. And sometimes you're thinking, let me start, I have to start big. No, you know, um, you don't have to start big. Start with what you have. Start with your phone. I do most of my content on my phone. You know, you put your phone there, you put, have a good light and sing and do covers. And if you play an instrument, you know, they see you. And that goes a whole, it goes a really a long way um, than just the physical events that we used to have. And so that will really help with um, visibility for people seeing it. Because at the end of the day, which someone taught me this year, someone really great, um, his name is Called Josh, he shared with me about uh, marketing and he said it's all about eyeballs. Can you keep me interested in what you're doing at a good frequency and it's consistent? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so so tell me something
0: yeah, now, yeah, yeah. So, so you've got this mm-hmm. breakthrough, you've done blankets yeah. and wines, and all these mm-hmm. things. So then, what happens to your career after that?
1: Mm-hmm. <coughs> I do breakthrough in... Um... In 2015, 2016, the journey really begins. Um, <laughs> all the expectations that I had, I feel it, I think it's like marriage. I'm not married, but I think it's like marriage. You're, you know, you have these expectations. Oh my God, it's a fairy tale. And then you reach on the ground and you find out, whoa, I didn't know ah hello why didn't anybody tell Tell me me. this Uh (laughs) so 2016 starts and because i came from a in from uh, a corporate world you have a supervisor you have tasks you need to do you do the tasks you check out you know and that's it it's not your business hello hello in this side it is your business you are your own boss if you do not wake up to go to sorry
0: No, go on, go on.
1: Yeah, sorry, if you don't wake up to go for rehearsals, if you don't wake up to go and record the songs, if you don't go wake up and and work on your social media, nobody is going to push you. And so I had to grow up real fast Mm. (laughs) to start doing those things for myself. Mm. And I'm so glad that when I was starting out in 2016, I have a friend who later turned out to be my manager. And so we kind of started the journey together. Yeah. And she was learning on the job to be a manager. I was learning on the job to be an artist. So we're learning so many things. So for me, that was a whole mindset shift of, oh my God, who, I have to be my own boss and learn these things. Who is
0: this friend? Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about her? Because <laughs> let's let's create these visibilities. Maybe she needs to be acknowledged.
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: Uh so this friend of mine is called Jennifer Ochoa. Uh yes. she is my manager. Mm. Um, mm. she's been with me for the last six years, mm. and it's been a hills and valleys journey <laughs> of learning and growing. Um,
0: I think Jennifer yes, is active. It's, it's she been... and she's active on Twitter as well. I've I've she engages me occasionally, I think. I think that's the person you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So now, now and you so teach, you where it was. Mm-hmm.
0: These tough lessons, now you realize either you yes. do the things or you won't yeah. eat. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. You swim or you sink. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Then you find out also that um, the industry does not, at that time when I started out, it didn't have systems. Mm. It doesn't have structure. I came from structure. And then you're changing your mindset that, oh, there are no structures here. So you're kind of guessing through things like, oh, Mm. does this gig work? Mm -hmm. Um, Or you have to start your own events. You don't have to always wait for people to call you for events. Um, And so you find that out and then you start thinking, oh, then. Maybe we need to start talking to people in the industry Mm -hmm. and making connections. So, excuse me. So that's that's what I we started doing with my manager, starting to make connections with different industry people. Mm And asking them, okay, so how does this work? What should we be doing? Mm. Um, on one hand, some people weren't willing to. People are not really willing to share because also them they are learning <laughs> on the job. But I'm so glad that along the way we were able to find people that sat down with us and said, okay, what do you want to? What kind of artist do you want to be? Define that. You don't. Okay, I want to be a singer, but hello. Mm what else do you want to be you know mm-hmm. known for yeah you know and we start with a gentleman one of them was Benon Mugumia of um, Swangs Avenue and he was so open Benon, you know, Benon, is,
0: Benon is a genius eh?
1: yeah he's really yes. he's such a great resource in our industry is a smart and, guy. yeah he really really is yeah and so he really opened up and said okay guys you know you have to start to think of different things you think of branding you you're, you're thinking of cash flow you think all these other things that for me were a shock because i thought you know you're coming out and you're thinking I just want to sing. But it's not just singing. (laughs) It's not just singing. It's bigger than singing. You are a whole brand. Mm. And so we had to start thinking brand, brand, brand. And of course, that has evolved along the six years. That has kept shifting and changing because as an artist, I've grown. And also when you start to learn and understand the industry, then you start to grow. And so 2016 was a lot of um a lot of learning and then i actually went back to working on my voice you know um i i sing beautifully i have a beautiful voice mm-hmm. however it it needed to be worked on and so i started a journey with my vocal coach right now fred wallace of fast love studios and so the first time i met him in 2016 he listened to my first album um mm-hmm. and he said solome mm-hmm. you sing well mm-hmm. But he saw, he has such a poker face. He said, "Solomon, like, mm, you sing well, but I'm not feeling anything. Really? <laughs> um, you need to do more." And I had when I said 2016, I thought, "Oh my God, I've arrived as a singer." Uh, no, I had not arrived. I began again, and so he literally took me through so much grilling of my voice. I used to do three hours of rehearsal in studio and just grilling the voice, learning about music, learning about voice, learning about technique to get my voice to where it is now, which is in a better place. But I'm still learning things because I'm still with him as my vocal coach. So also that was a mindset shift that, oh, you don't settle and become comfortable. You know, you have to keep growing and learning um, as, as you continue in the industry. Yeah, so those are the few things. I mean I mean one, one would have
0: thought that I mean <coughs> you you're gifted, the voice is
1: hear. What what
0: other work? Yes, you
2: yeah.
0: So so at what point I know, right? <laughs> do you convert? Yes. So at what point, um um Solomon, at what point do you now convert? Because I'm sure it became urgent what point did you convert this into money and how did you start to think about income at this point in time? Because now, this was your work. This was life. How did you do it? Oh, Tony. Hey, Robert. Is is it um, me? I think we've lost Solomon. I think... uh, let me try and invite her back again. Connectivity aside, but she should be coming back. I think she will be coming. Let me let me invite her back again and see how to. Guys, please bear with us. This happens all the time on Spaces. It's got nothing to do with us. It's got some. It's all to do with the, the quality of the internet you have in the country. That's basically the problem. So even if it's not me, it's the other party, and then. Then then we lose. Even you also, I'm sure you guys listening out there, you, you keep wondering. Yeah, sometimes you go off in the middle of a WhatsApp discussion. So don't worry. Just let's, just be patient a bit with Solome, and I'm sure she'll get back on fairly quick. Yeah, she's back. Solome. Well, la Solome. Walala. Eh, well, hey, you wait. Well, la Mark, la. did you say we can hear you? We can yes. hear you so okay you were saying i asked that i'd ask you when do you start yes when does income start to be an issue
1: um it's it's all started when (laughs) when um you need money to run the projects that you have yes uh studio needs money um your albums need money video shoots need money photo shoots need money you, you need to pay your social media. You need to pay your stylist. You need to pay your makeup artist. But, but and then but, you figure out, like, you oh... Also, and you also have to eat <laughs> and sleep. And you have to... Thank you. You have to eat. You have to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those things can't
1: be... Absolutely. Um, yeah. So when that came to the realization, I said... Mm-hmm. Oh, money is very important. You know, some you're thinking, oh, the passion, the yeah. passion, that is great, but you need money to move all these projects. And so we started to think like, okay, so how can this happen? At that time, we had events, so you're getting cash from from there. Then I had my album, which was selling in a restock, and it still is. And then we put it online, on iTunes and um, other streaming platforms and then people were able to buy um, albums from there and then um, and so those are the two um, spots or places where cash flow was coming in however that cash flow doesn't come in as millions rushing through (laughs) because um, the market that you're in people do not we don't stream a lot we don't necessarily buy a lot of albums it's very it's a niche market that really buys albums and so it it, you figure that you end up figuring it out like wow okay so the the biggest thing was really the events and so we said okay we have to get into events weddings quandulas Mm -hmm. um you know just get out there and and get that cash flow coming in that can pay for this project Mm -hmm. so come 2017 that was I think our worst year because we only had two gigs that year mm-hmm. and we didn't make any money. Like the money that year was was so little, guys. It was like, what is happening? I actually got a little depressed and I was thinking, Why did I leave the bank again? What is this passion that I dream that I'm following?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> it was becoming it was quickly becoming a nightmare.
1: Yes, um, and then, <laughs> but okay. On the other hand, which I need to tell people is, um, I, I stay home with my parents, so on the the, the roof over my head is covered. So I'm, I'm not necessarily paying for rent. Mm-hmm. We thank God, um, but then you know, projects are projects are slowed down. You know, yeah. and so coming out of that year, we said, okay, something has to change, mm-hmm. and so that's when you get into. Um, getting investors on board mm-hmm. or angel investors and you start to think okay first of all I had to start changing my brand and saying okay Solomon, think of yourself as a brand stop staying in I'm just a singer so 2018 we said think okay Solomon, you're a brand because when you're a brand then you attract opportunities, opportunities for events opportunities for endorsements and that is cash coming in yeah. and so that also was something that opened, helped us. I haven't yet got endorsements. Let me not let me put that out there. Mm. So that people don't think. actually, Not yet, mm. but you know, it it helped us to start working on our brand, yeah. and then we started to think, okay, we need to get people who believe in our dream and say, okay, Solomon, I am going to give into this dream. People who will say, I am not expecting anything back now, but. I am ready to run with you, and so and quite a number of people. I will not mention their names because they are silent people, but they have come on board and they have given to this dream. They are paid for projects, they are paid for video shoots, just to see this thing moving. And so that kind of, you know, helped us to move ahead so that we could keep visibility and so that we could keep in people's mindsets that oh, she's still here, she's still doing um, music. So in terms of cash flow, that has kind of helped. It hasn't reached where I would desire it to be, but that has helped. But right now, the biggest, I think, space is um, online streaming platforms, that is a kind of the biggest place right now, um, that is helping because then people. The more you stream, that's when. That's why when you see us as us as artists pushing, go and stream, go and download, go and share. All we are trying to tell you to do is, guys, when you support us on those platforms, it comes back to us as finance finances that then help us in the projects that we need to run. So, um, so yeah, so, and so, then the other thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: Now I just wanted to understand. So what you're telling us is that, yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. in these times when you can't perform, you can't go to concerts, you, you know, there's no get collections. The yes. audiences can support you by putting word out by streaming your music. That turns into money. What yes, you're saying?
1: yes, yes. Streaming and downloading is is. Is key. I know, I know it's something that Ugandans have actually are picking up more and more and more because we need to understand it. But that really helps. And also there are other platforms. I Forget the name right now. Let me not try and forge it. There, there are different platforms where you can download the song for in Ugandan shillings for about 200 shillings or 500 shillings, you know, and you know, ringtones, you know, you download them, and that is money that is going in musician pocket, you know, in our pockets that helps fund all these other um okay. projects that we have. So, let me yeah.
0: let me yeah. let me put out. And appeal to all the creatives, to all the marketing guys, especially those of you who are on this platform listening. Can we just do a one-month free campaign? Push for our artists' mm-hmm. music to be downloaded. Do something. Push people in your yeah. circles. Our artists yeah. need to eat, they need to produce the music so that we love and enjoy so much. And since they have no concerts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are no weddings. There are no big events. There are no bars. There are all, even the churches are not yeah. there. So these guys, the only mm-hmm. thing left is what Solomon is talking about. So all you creatives who have been looking for opportunities, start becoming online managers for artists. Let's see which of you yeah. can make yeah. an artist more successful, a Ugandan artist. Pick up something and run with it. Maybe. You'll become a millionaire yeah. being uh, Araso Simmons of Uganda or something like that. Anyway, there you go.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there is- oh, and, and Robert, mm. <laughs> and Robert also. The other thing that kind of also helps the the industry is is mm. grants. They're they're not something that it's pushed a lot, but we have grants, and I think a civic source or civ source um, is one area. A lady Jackie Asimwe, yeah. you can find on Twitter. She, she pushes that space a lot because in that space, a lot of grants come from uh, the outside spaces, you know, in UK, US or Alliance Francais has a lot of grants for creatives mm-hmm. um, to fund their different projects. You know, it can be a, your five album EP or a project where you have to sing about the climate, and they will fund it. So there's uh, other opportunities that um, musicians also look into um, just to get um, their machine running and staying on course. So come back.
0: Uh, You've spoken so much and so passionately about the brand.
2: Yes. Yes,
0: yes. This is a word that is thrown around a lot of times. What do you actually Mm -hmm. mean by the brand, and why does it become so central and so important for people?
1: What is a brand? What is it? Oh, my God. Yes. I feel like I should have revised. gone you in. Not... in,
2: in, in. You have revised.
1: Oh, thank you. By the way, I have my notes here. Oh, yeah. My notes are many. You, you didn't go for <laughs> no, okay. <after> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I think, for me, what I've kind of experienced as a brand is, is who you are. And... Mm. And what you want people to perceive you as. Um, Mm. People, you know, for me, I'm I'm an entertainer. Mm. I'm a queen of love. And when I say the queen of love, Mm. is everything that I put out there always has to have a sense of empathy, a sense of love, a sense of emotion in everything that I do. At the same time, it has in my look and, and, And the brand is not the look, the colors, no. The brand is who you are and what you want people to perceive you as. Everything else then feeds from that brand and says, oh, so this is who Solome is. Mm -hmm. Great. So these are the colors. And interestingly, I I had to sit down with a branding strategist, um, Mm -hmm. Mr. Philip Boyand of Smart Marketing. Mm -hmm. And he took me through many questions. Mm -hmm. I said, oh my God, do I have to answer all this? And I had to answer all. And we came up with that and said, okay, so Solome, this is your brand. You are an entertainer. You have empathy. And these are and from that, these are your colors, you know. Mm. I, I like warm colors, reds, and and everything is intentional, you know, yeah. in business and what I've seen also in branding. Everything, nothing is a mistake. Yeah. When I wear warm colors, or when I say "walala," mm. it is intentional. Yeah. Even though "walala" came as a mistake, but it has <laughs> gained traction. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. But everything that is about my brand uh-huh. is, is intentional because yeah. That then attracts the endorsements from different companies because then Coca Cola can reach out to Solomon and say, "Oh, this fits into what we want to say in our soda. We want to reach the young people. Oh, we want to reach the women, mm-hmm. you know." And so, for me, mm-hmm. as a brand, it's really who you are and what you want to be perceived as, mm-hmm. or what you want to represent. Yeah. There's a.
0: There's a. There's a another ugandan queen who, or another ugandan lady who mm-hmm. describes herself as queen of some things which we shall not say on this forum but
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i know her and i love her energy exactly. <laughs>
0: you've got to give you've got Absolutely. you've got to give her one thing though by the way she's very authentic and she doesn't anyway, she is mm, let's come back here now because you've talked about
2: yeah, that
0: which brings you out, and for many people, that which brings you out is your voice. And uh, yes, hmm? you, can, can you <laughs> uh, can you more ask another one and a half or two minutes, and we and we be here. Early.
1: And as all right, okay, uh-huh. DJ did just a let too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm. can we stay here can we stay here baby stay in this first time first time Can we stay here? Can we stay here? Baby, stay in this first time, Mm here. Now that we're here, just the two of us, you and I, nobody else, oh, what a thrill. The way you look into my eyes takes me away. Way to paradise, you and I, here and now, ooh, baby, 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 this moment is a dream come true, oh. our love is a fairy tale. Hold my hand, let us sun the sky. Can we freeze this moment for eternity? Can we stay here, baby? this time, baby, stay with me, stay with me, oh. Baby saying this first time. I hey. won't mm.
0: Ah, I tell you, I tell ah. you. Ah. <laughs> you see, now those of you who want more, you know what to do. Go and stream, go and mm-hmm. buy, so that <laughs> we can have more of this stuff coming out. So so yeah. so straight to the uh, challenges
3: so yes, what is it yes. that
0: tested you the most
1: mm. <laughs> I think
2: <laughs>
1: there were many but the, the most mm. is the music um, when I mm. say the music is in the Ugandan industry we have different groups or factions or different spaces so we have the alternative space which has the jazz the soul the world music yeah. um yeah. i hope i hope that makes sense for people then on the other side we have the the kadongo kamo which is also band music and that is a different space altogether. Mm-hmm. and then we have the mainstream <clears throat> space mm-hmm. and then we have the hip-hop space. So all those spaces are all in one industry. Mm. And so when I was coming with my music, it's different. It sounds different. Um, I think for me, the biggest challenge was how to make sure my music is understood, is appreciated. Um, that has been the biggest challenge. And because the Ugandan ear is so used to the Afrobeat and Chidandali, which mm. I love because mm. that is who we are. You yes. know, we are Africans. Mm. We love our beat. Mm. We love our bass. You know, yep. and so because we are used to that sound, when someone comes with something different, you it takes time for that music to be appreciated. Mm. I can give an example. Kenneth Muget, it took him a while for his music mm. to be appreciated, and it's because you definitely have to almost yeah. force feed people with your music that guys, this is, this is my music. And they understand it. And so over mm. six years, and I can say this really out loud is we have really had such a hassle with my music. You try something different. And I remember we took one song to us st- in Subida, one of my songs to a radio station, and the gentleman said, Oh, um ha in Luganda. Oh, you know, almost mm. like as if Whitney Houston music wenga you know, we don't uh-huh. understand her music because it sounded it sounded so western because I had such an influence of, of Whitney Houston and C C Y Nans and you know that kind of, of, of music. And so it, it was definitely shown in my art, but that has been the biggest challenge, and which challenge we are definitely, if I can speak about it now, we're kind of turning it around because um, mm-hmm. now I know or understand better is, mm. and I've said this so many times that I'm saying it again, you can't be in a market and not be relatable to that market. Um, and I Please, think it's all for uh, business. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh,
0: first stop there, Solomon. repeat yes, what you yeah. just said. That's a very <laughs> profound statement. Please say it again. Uh,
1: you You can't be in a market and not be relatable to that market. And for me, it's, it, it's been a six-year journey of learning that one point. <laughs> Thank God I've learned it now. Okay. And so for me, I've, 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 I've seen that, first of all, Solome, I wasn't born in Uganda f- by mistake or in Africa by mistake. Mm. Mm. I am not a Muganda mm. by mistake. Mm. And so um, I had to kind of go back and say, Solome, mm. be comfortable and be proud of who you are. Yes. You know, and start to infuse that in your art. And so mm-hmm. I started to say, okay, I want to start having sounds, I want to start having more Luganda. So I used to sing my Luganda very Luke English. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, you know, you're putting in there, but um <laughs> but I, I I I had to work on my Luganda. Uh-huh. And so you know, I did a small, a small mentorship with Nava Gray to deal with that. And then, yes, you know, I had to deal with that. And then later on, we said, OK, so Solome, let's get writers. I'm not a good Luganda writer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I let go of that. And I said, let's get good writers. So we said, let's get the good writers. Let's get in studio. Let's get music that showcases my unique identifier, which is the voice. Put it out there, but put get a sound that is familiar to the ear. Look at it this way, which is something that we we, we figured out with my manager. We said, Solomon, you are bread. Hmm? You know, you know, the bread, which is your voice, uh-huh. will... Sorry? No, go on. The go bread, on. which is your voice, the bread which is your voice will never change. It is beautiful, but you need to package it for the different markets you're in. So in Uganda, we're going to get a sound that works for Uganda and put your awesome voice on it. So that when a Ugandan downtown eh? mm-hmm. hears your song mm-hmm. and says, hey, fe, hey, mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, and then they accept
0: you. You know, I never, mm-hmm. I always knew Navio existed. But I never cared. I, uh-huh. I never cared for him <laughs> until he did Njokereza. Uh-huh.
2: Njokereza, uh, yeah.
0: When he, when he did Njokeresa, ah, we all we all stood up. And I and I will tell you. Yes. I, I'll tell you something else. There's uh one of the Ugandan geniuses in music in music production is a guy who I worked with at my former place. It's called Bill in Ghana. So one
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Bill is great. Bill is a genius. So one time. Yeah. We were at a concert and it started to drag a bit, and the rain was coming. So we asked him, "So what do we do?" He said, "You know what we need to do now?" I said, "No." He said, "We need to bring on Raggedy. I said, "Are you serious?" He said, yes. ah, "If we bring on you Raggedy, go. all the people will stay in spite of the rain." And he said, "Okay." Yes. The moment people heard Ragadi's concrete mixer voice coming on stage, there was an explosion. That was it. That was it. It did it for us.
1: Oh, okay. that is true. Yeah. And we can't run away from that. That is the truth. And, and sometimes as musicians, we think that we are selling, you feel like you're selling yourself out, but you're not. Think about it that you are still the, 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 the bread, but you need to package it in a way that people can receive it. Um, in and, and even accept it because, guys, you you can't. I can't be in Uganda and say, oh, I'm the greatest musician, and then when Beyonce is looking out for Solomon in Uganda, and she's not even known in Uganda, you know, you so, know what I mean? So, so yeah. So
0: so so basically, what you're telling us, and it's not just for musicians; it's for all other trades, that it is yes. important for you to be of. And in the fabric of the society where you hope to succeed, you can't come with your own notions and think. Yes, you this because you think this is the best thing, and you just put it, you impose it on people, and think it will work. Is that what you're saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm saying is is still come with what you want. So, for example, let me give this example because it has really worked mm. two people i think that is is and kenneth Mugabe, because i feel that in a space they came with a sound you know maurice mm. you and kenneth mugabe's soul mm. but they came with a sound that was slightly different but they still had something that was familiar to us mm. they had the luganda some of their songs have a bit going on you know mm. what i mean and so find the thing that is relatable to yes. the market so the market right now is people speak different languages, Ruchiga, Acholi, Langi, fine. whatever it is. You know, we have our different sounds, and so, we, so, infuse them in, in, so in your product, so, you know, and, and that will go a long way. Fine,
0: fine. So what you're telling our people, irrespective of whether you make furniture, or you are making uh, mm. my favorite snack, <laughs> uh, we, when I was in primary school, mm-hmm. we used to call them em- So Mbulugunya. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so if if you're making a movie make sure that it is relatable to the market in which you're operating yeah. that's what you're telling us yeah
1: yes there is a okay. lady here now, who's online belinda um, belinda has a great sorry
0: uh, Be- belinda the brand yes big. yes okay so let me do this now i want to let otoa uh ask you a couple of questions uh uh, and and Otoa please don't sing i i for the sake of Otoa Otoa you know you know you know you know i am really being serious
4: here we're not this is not a joke please Otoa please don't sing just ask okay. ask the question let me tell you something for a fact that you might not know radio i began my music career as well with radio back in the day Otoa, i was a raga Mafia. Otoa there are
0: uh, a thousand people <laughs> listening to this. I don't want to offend people's ears. Please don't sing. Stick to roasting meat. No, no worry. Stick to roasting meat. And now
4: ask Solomon a question. <laughs> Solomon, man, it's nice hearing your story, and it's nice really hearing, um, you know, you, you, you know, your level of, of 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 discovering your purpose. You know, a lot of the time, a lot of people are, you know, going to jobs that they don't enjoy, uh, hanging out with bosses who they, you know, like the Kavushengas, who they don't really like. Uh, That, for you, you was an easy (laughs) decision. So why are you hanging out here? (laughs) (laughs) Solomon, that was an easy decision for you to make when you're leaving the bank, to follow your passion. For a young person listening in now, I mean, many of them have gone to school and they, you know, they're, they're really around this whole idea of sticking in a job or getting a job to survive or to take care of themselves. How easy or how did you make that decision? That's the first one. But also the second one is to appreciate your 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 your, your, your idea of going into the gig economy. Um, I, I don't know if you know, but the gig economy is one of the biggest employers of a lot of young people, if a youth. And for a long time, I must say, we have really done so wrong to this gig economy. We have failed to understand it at a policy level. We have failed to really articulate it for, um, I mean, many of the old guys are not really understanding the, 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 the craziness of this gig economy. How, or do you have an association that's supporting in making this very relevant for many stakeholders to understand what it is? Because if I think about the gig economy and how it's struggling today, it's a clear indication that, um, you know, many people probably do not understand it. But finally, um, your inspiration. Who inspires you or what has inspired you to take this journey or move into this journey? That's all I'll ask, Robert. Okay, Solomon. Shoot.
0: Oh, we seem to have lost her. Did you take her off? No, I think she must be having a problem with her connection. So let me try and get her back in again. Uh, Tony, if you don't mind, could you just, because I have people who are on now, I'm going to ask them to ask their questions while I add her. So yeah. Geoffrey Opio, ask so that Tony can make a note and will
3: tell Solomon as soon as she's back on. Uh, I, let me hold that. Thank you so much, Robert. Let me hold that till she gets back on. Maybe I'll get an opportunity <coughs> to ask her directly. Okay, you try
0: try and still try and stay on the line. Good. All right. I've, I've invited her, so I hope she can get back in. Um, how about Dr. Muhozi? Derek, what do you want to say? By the way, guys, also remember that the questions you share here. Ah, she's back. Walla. So, <laughs> Solomon, we're going into other questions, but Otoa had asked. Would you want to answer? Yes, I question
1: I had, response? yes, yeah, I had I had this question. <clears throat> um, do, do you want
2: to
1: the answer first one? You? Yeah. Um. So the first one is making that jump. How easy or hard was it? Um. It was actually, <laughs> it was hard. Even though I speak of it like as if ah, oh, you know, I went through this, but it was it was hard because as you heard, I was going against what has been done in my family but at the same time I was living a good paying job. Um, But for me, I had reached at a point where I wanted to live out my passion and my dream. Um, And I I have one life to live. (laughs) I think for me, that's how I live now. I have one life to live. I don't have any more room or time to say oh let me stay here because it's comfortable it's what society says you know you have to get a good paying job Um, but for me I think it's the thing of you have one life to live find that thing that yes you're passionate about and that you were born to do and for some people it takes years to do that I did it when I was 32 it took me a while (laughs) for some people they know it when they're two years old or 18 years old. But I think find that thing that you're passionate about um, and you are born to do it, you know, and it just gives you life. Like when you speak about it, it's like as if you can dream a thousand things around it and you just move with it. And for me, I think that's one, you know, advice that I can give that, you know, find it and do it. Don't stay in a place where it's about comfort or society or it's out of fear. Or well, it's out of what will they say? What will my husband say? What will my wife say? What will my friends say? You know, sit down and really ask yourself, like, if I have this only chance in my life, what do I really want to do with my life? And do it. And, guys, the sky is the limit because you can. Um, yeah. The second thing about what? the gig econ. Yeah, the gigs. The gig, the gig economy, which is very weird when you're outside it um and and i understand that because when i was coming into it i absolutely didn't understand it um but there's one thing you kind of need to also see is that there are different stakeholders in the entertainment industry i'm going to talk about the gig economy but just to point it out is in the industry we have different stakeholders we have the the djs we have radio mm. presenters we have promoters you know um
0: they are called and we have
1: biv yes bivulu promoters on the whole scale whether it's downtown or uptown whatever it is um and all those are different stakeholders in the industry that you need to think about um and know that this is that system is there it may not be as defined but it's getting better but those those stakeholders are there and so in the in the gig economy that's how you kind of get your music out there and then you are able to then have these events, you know, let me remove COVID out of the way. For the gig economy, it's in those events. When we invite you for events and we say a ticket is 50,000, great. You're going to pay 50,000 shilling?
0: Actually, me the word gig comes from the music and entertainment industry before it was taken yeah. away by the, the IT and innovation people. So, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. yeah, definitely. Let, let me... Let me... So, then the other question he asked you is who who inspires you?
1: <clears throat> okay. So before I go to that, let me just finish the point. This other point yes. I talk too much, but let me just finish it so that I close it up. Is so just to to give you an understanding is Someone, who, when we invite you for events and you're going to pay for Solomon's concert, you're paying her 50,000 shillings. You're seeing a thousand people in Serena. Hmm? So that is how much 50,000? Did a thousand people? 50 million. Solomon, is it 50? I'm not good in math. I'm not a mathematician. My father is, whatever it is. So that you amount.
0: You failed in that department.
1: <laughs> Thank you. And you get maybe around 50 million shillings. So, guys, 50 million shillings does not come to Solomon Basuta that money is cut up in so many people. It goes, some goes to the promoter, some goes to the band, some goes, she has to pay all her stylists and all these people. Some goes to her management team, some, you know, and by the time that money that is paid to Solomé comes it is not 50 million it can even come to 5 million that she will no, get
0: so mokisa, mokisa said you are just a, mm-hmm. a tra- an account for transacting for other people's payments that's what <laughs> told us yes.
1: yes and that <laughs> and that is so true so it, it it's so that's how that economy works and so Things are trying to change, you know, and so that, you know, the, as the artist, you come out with something that that is worth what you have put in. Now, the last thing is who inspires me? What inspires me? Oh, my God, is I don't even know sometimes how to answer this question. I think for me, it's um, different. I think people who have gone ahead of me. So the people who have gone ahead of me have have paved the way. We are all paving the way for another generation to come. So me, as solo ribasuta, I am not doing it for myself. However much, yes, I'm going to be great and big and huge, but actually I am paving way for another... Solome, who is two years old right now, will one day wake up and say, yeah. Mommy, I want to be an entertainer. And then the mother can say, yeah. Oh, you can actually be an entertainer because Solome made it. So those are exactly. people that inspire me in the industry that we have right now. Eddie Kenzo came from uh, we didn't know Eddie Kenzo. He wasn't like well spoken. He wanna be e t. Thank uh, yeah. you, please. We have radio, rest in peace, a great lyricist and awesome singer and made great music that went mm. across to East Africa and Africa. You know, yes. we, went, we have the Blue Three, which is no longer that group, but they cut across. So for me, those are people that inspire then, then, me that... Then, ha-
0: then, then, then you have forgotten Raggedy with the... Oh, song.
1: Raggedy okay Robo, you really like ragat yes ragadi hello <laughs> you know so those are the people that that paved the way and people of course it's it's debatable you can say no they didn't do a good job whatever they didn't do or did you know they paved the way and did what they did and played their part so that we also can be able to do add, add on something more and so for me those are people that inspire me and i think for me what really inspires me more is because they were in uganda my market and they made it big and for me that that speaks to me that oh my god i can also make it and then even make it bigger because we are supposed to build on a foundation and then put another foundation not remain where we are you know and so keep building keep building keep building because we're not doing it for ourselves we're doing it for people and generations to come yeah
0: okay Joffrey Opio. You uh, thank,
3: that wait until, uh-huh. thank you so thank you so much, Robert. And uh, when I asked to wait for her, I kept thinking I I'm, I'm going to keep reframing my question, and that was the idea why I delayed it so that it makes uh-huh. I be, I become much more clear. Solomon, thank uh-huh. you. Sorry, it's, uh, Solomon. She's not uh, Solomon. Uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. It's just that <laughs> Solomon was on my mind right now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so let me thank you so, so, so much for your story. <laughs> yes. Thank you so, so, so much for your story. Thank you so much for your story. You're it's welcome. a very inspiring story. There's one point that at the point when I requested to be a speaker, to there's a point that you raise uh, as one of your sources yes. of uh, of receiving, of raising income and all that, and that was grants and all that. Mm. And one thing that well, one thing that i've been always struggling with the entertainment industry is the many times when grant makers seek out for specific people in that specific in, in the entertainment industry is because they are maybe their music or thing or whatever they're doing so, sort of relates relates to the to what this uh, grant-making organization believes in. But the challenge at times is, the challenge at times, I don't know why I have feedback, the challenge at times is, uh, uh, it, it, much as you believe in something, much as these entertainment guys believe in something, many times you also follow the money in terms of uh, trying to come up with certain songs in order to... To, to try to follow the money, but then I'll give a typical a, a, just an example because I don't want to specify to mention a specific uh, a specific uh, uh, artist or what Well at one point uh, a grant a grant pass, a grant maker might approach you to 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 kind of promote work around reducing on NCDs, non-communicable diseases like cancer and all that, things like that. Then the very next day, the entertainment person is now busy promoting soft drinks, which sort of contradicts with the other, because we all know soft drinks is one of the causes of uh, causes or one of the leading causes of cancer and all that. So, that, that has been a difficulty in, in dealing with the entertainment industry to kind of promote or push for the cause that you're that the, for, the, for the for the specific cause or specific things that you believe in. How do you balance that up? Okay,
0: so. We're going to wait for Solomon to get back. But while we wait for Solomon to get back, I just need to advise you guys. Again, since this is a mentoring session, I might as well mentor you on. By the way, Otoa, when is your public speaking uh, session? Tony? Tony?
4: Yes, Robert, can you hear me? I can hear you. When is your public speaking session? So we shall be starting this next week. Um, We're going to, of course, have a conversation on the same prior to the masterclass itself. But the masterclass is going to be a special edition for the 40 days of mentoring. And we shall have that next
0: week. The reason I'm saying this is I want to advise people. When we invite you to either make a comment or ask a question, please do learn to ask the question. Because, you see, people are not sitting there waiting for... Your preamble, and you have to give a whole political speech before you ask the question. Just be a muchiga. Just ask straight the question. You say Solomon, oh, as he said Solomon. uh, So, so Solomon, are you back? Yes, I'm back. Did you hear what he was saying?
1: Yes, about the grants.
0: Yes, answer him. And how you balance in the grants? Yes.
1: Um, so um, putting it out there, I however much, yes, I've seen a lot of grant, grants coming through and I've looked through them, but I have not engaged or experienced them. So I may not be the right person to speak about that, but okay. um, yeah, I, but I, I, I think definitely grants do come with, some of them come with definitely a cause. That as a musician you have to push, um, but usually they have a timeline. It's it's not that you're going to push it for the next twenty years or, or you know. So it it comes the timeline in the contract that oh you're going to push mm-hmm. this course for a certain timeline, and sometimes in small letters <laughs> they may indicate yeah. that okay you cannot start speaking about mm-hmm. soda or start speaking about mm-hmm. you know something else until you have yeah. finished this particular contract, and then you, so I think it needs to be very, those details need to be very specific and, and understood by both parties before you engage, um before you engage and continue with a with a whole project. Um, I think that's okay. very important,
0: yeah. Let me bring in Namutevi, the brand lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Thank you, uh,
1: thank you, Robert. Hello, Tony, and Walala, back to you, <laughs> yeah. So, Robert, mm. that point you were trying to make about us being relevant to the market mm. has reminded me of a quote from Nelson Mandela that says, when you speak to someone in a language they understand, it goes to their head. Mm. When you talk to them in their own language, mm. is trying to tell us to connect mm. in a language that this market understands. Now to my question. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember supporting your very first concert when you're still at worship harvest and I've yeah. noticed that you've been yes. grounded. You have no scandals. You are up-
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> at Yam, yeah. Mm-hmm. So go on. Ah, you see, guys, I've now lost the brand lady.
1: It's the network, I think. She's connecting. I can see her connecting back again.
0: I hope she can come on because you see this is what I said. People should ask their questions. In the meantime, oh, oh no. I wanted to alert somebody to speak now. I've removed him instead. Chris, ask again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just uh, So patience. Patience. What do you have to say?
3: All right. Good evening, everyone. My name is Peshan Shemaliri and first, I would like to thank everyone who has taken Mm -hmm. part in this initiative. Thank you so much. So, My question to Madam Salome is, how long did it personally take you to accept your passion and actually take it on, deal with the fact that your biggest supporters, including your mom, were not in favor of your decision, quitting a better paying job for something you're not even sure of how much you're going to earn, did you um go first search the matters with your parents or the people that you cared about or you just said oh let me go for my passion. maybe i'll i'll prove them by the results that i'll get how did you deal with it in particular
0: uh, what that okay, okay. yes yeah, so my ma... eh, very point eloquent
1: point, no, my friend yeah Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. so patience um i think for me The conversation didn't start in 2015. The conversation started. The first conversation I had with them was 2013, and but I wasn't ready for that move. And so the way I approached them was, "Oh, mommy, I want to do this thing. Can I do it? Should I?" I wasn't sure. And so, eh, we had the family meeting because that's how we deal with things. Family meeting. Solomé wants to move her. So I was advised. My dad said, "No, Solomé," you know. And I and they were right. You know, I really wasn't ready. He, he didn't come 2015. He, he
0: didn't do any mathematical formulas, algorithms to see if
1: methodical <laughs> and said so. Cosine theta, if if anyway, no, he did <laughs> But then when I came in 2015, mm. patients By that time, I had already decided yeah. I am going to make this move. So when I sat down with my parents, it wasn't a matter of. Can I or should I? It was more of, oh, I have decided uh, that I am leaving Mankon, Uganda. I'm going to do music. Uh, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do, uh, and I and I'm going. And I would, I wanted to inf- to tell you and inform you and respect you as my family, uh, um, because you need to honor them. But I would like you to to know this so that you're not in shock. Of course, there was a thing of, oh my God, you know, you shouldn't, but. The last statement for me was, you know what, Solome? You're an adult. Yeah. This is a decision adults make. Mm. So you know what? Go Good. and live your life. We are here to support you in any way that we, are. we can and is possible, but go. Yeah. And so I had that push, and that has really helped me along the way. Because seriously, out of everything... My family has been the biggest supporter coming for events sharing my posts yeah. financially giving yeah. yeah so for me that that has been a big plus and and it and it helps so i think when you're transitioning if, if you have to speak to parents sometimes it's parents sometimes it's 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 your spouse you know you can't just up and say i'm going to be a chef hello please we have five children be serious so <laughs> you you need to still talk to the people <laughs> that it affects you know before you you do the jump
0: okay yeah. Kacho, now you can talk chris
1: No, Belinda
0: is back. Oh, let's see. I have to let her in, but Kacho, can you talk? Chris, we're waiting for you. Switch on your mic, talk.
3: Thanks, Robert. My question to Solome is, um, and first of all, she's a beautiful singer. I love the piece. My question to you, Solome, is what did you take from the bank, say in terms of experience or skills, into your new career? That's my question
1: good okay oh well, that's a very good question yeah um i think for me one of them was <laughs> this is just um i think general communication skills mm-hmm. It's it sounds very simple but is very important mm-hmm. because sometimes on this entertainment side things are very fluid when i say fluid is you can communicate to someone that or what I would like to do a project with you. We're going to do this song, and then they don't communicate back, or they they say, "Ha, I don't know if you're able to." There's just a sense sometimes of things are not clear. You know, there is a vagueness to. Okay, so Solomon, when when you come to when a client comes to me and they want to book me for an event, you know, and you have to be very clear and say, "Okay, what's the gig about? How much money um, are you going to pay me?" Um, What expectations do you have of me? And those are things that you learn just working in Bank of Uganda or whatever, in corporate world, really, you know, what are the expectations, you know, and sometimes we. With my manager we came off as very corporate <laughs> and serious mm-hmm. <laughs> but it worked because she too also used to work in bank of uganda mm-hmm. and so it it you know and because that's how you 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 know you have to be very clear on expectations yeah so we needed to know that some, some people would come and say oh solame mm-hmm. ah, now where you know these things eh? mm-hmm. you yo just for free what you know those things mm. and you say what do you mean for free does it mean that you not pay me does it mean that maybe you pay me transport and pay for wardrobe does it You know, be clear you know and for some people get offended because they're being so serious mm. but that's the background that that I came from and we came from and so those are some things I, I came back with and then came with on this other side. And then just working in under supervisor or in a team, Mm. something I'm still learning much more, Mm -hmm. but working in a team Mm -hmm. is very important. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what I came with from Bank of Uganda is because now I work with a team. I am not solo. I am not a lone ranger in the mm. entertainment industry. Mm. <laughs> we, I have a team that we work with. I have a manager, we have brand strategies, we have social media, we have vocal uh-huh. coaches, we have hey. all those people. We have life coaches, we have therapists, we have Su- pastors. All those are part of a team, Su- you know, of, and so- Suppliers of honey. <laughs> and and coffee, uh-huh. wink, wink. Anyway, and you know, and so for me, when you're working in a team, you find out that you don't just make decisions on your own, you know, that's and so true. for me, people can come to me and say, oh, so Solomon, we want you to do this. I say, okay, guys, I first talked to my manager and my team. They say, eh, no nah, way. Why do you do the?" But that's how it is. And that's how it should be, because in management or in a team. You, you save yourself so many things, you know. And, and as a team, you see the team sees a bigger picture. Sometimes that we as creatives may not see, but they see the bigger picture and you're able to accomplish much more. And so, those are two things that, that I can pick out that I kind of came with from BOE.
0: Okay. Now, the next question, Solomon, hmm? mm-hmm. is yes. going to yeah. come to you almost as a complete surprise. But I'll introduce you. Oh, mm-hmm. Sand- okay. Sander Lyle Walusimbi. Sander? Lyle Walusimbi. He wants to ask me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm. you know who that is. Sander.
1: Walusimbi. A oh, Sander. <laughs> okay, yes.
0: Hi, hi. Hi, me.
1: Hi, hi. What's up?
2: How are you? I'm
0: very well. My question to you is how oh, yeah. do you intend to. Um, rebrand yourself if at all, uh when you hit the fifth floor. Mm. Um is that something nah, is, yeah. it, is that something you have thought about or would you prefer to
4: post along?
1: Um wow thank you Sandra for breaking just my life too too because now not even yet on oh, the fourth floor. <laughs> but um <laughs> just two more years and we are there. Um I think for me one thing that I've I've, I've I think for me, on one hand, what I can answer is, maybe I've not planned 20 years from now, but one thing that I've defined, and that has helped me through my life coach, I have a life coach who helps me, is defining who you are. Because who you are, however much you go through the different phases of life, it keeps evolving, but you still remain who you are. So for me, defining that of, I mean, into an entertainer, I in mean, the arts, it will evolve, um, and definitely, I guess when I reach fifty, I would like to be like Aretha Franklin that I'm still performing at seventy. Yeah, and that is why I keep healthy. Hello, that is why Hello? I keep my voice healthy. I I, I don't drink. I, actually, I don't even drink alcohol Robert, because I think of my voice. I there's some things I'm I don't do because I'm thinking my voice, my voice because it is my unique identifier. And so for me, I think looking ahead to the fifth floor, Um, I'm hoping that I will still be in the industry. It may look different, absolutely. But I feel that I will still be that entertainer doing different things, mentoring different people, um, putting up spaces for the generation that is coming behind me. But I know that I will still be in this same circle, but definitely evolved into something bigger and better.
0: I, I'm going to do this. I have three people that I'll let ask questions. Yes. I'm going to let them all ask their questions and then you'll answer them in one go. You came with your yes. exercise yes. book and a pen. Yep.
1: I have two pens, my friend.
0: Do you have a mathematical set? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kelvin Tiziko I think this used to be your work colleague. Kelvin.
1: My, sup- my supervisor.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> Kelvin, what do you want to say? Kelvin, are you there? Okay. Let's see if Charles Nsamba. Charles.
3: Hi, Robert. Uh, Solo me
4: uh six or so years ago when you were starting out you were younger than you are today and uh, you had heard of names like ragadi why didn't you
0: come up with a stage name like can you hear
1: him i can't hear him. am i audible
0: yes i can hear you but i think Solomon's might be having trouble you are saying why didn't she come up oh, with so, a so name? my
1: question is why didn't she why didn't solomon okay. come up with a stage name uh,
4: you know, six years ago. <laughs> when you were starting okay. out. You know, why me, Robert do you want to
1: repeat that? what so I'll hear from you? Because I, I didn't
0: oh no, he's asking six years ago when you why, didn't I... why yes. did you get a stage name like Raggedy or Moseretio okay. or <laughs> Chameleon, Chameleon, Chameleon Bobby One, mm. Bebe, yeah. Pooh, Robo? Mm-hmm.
2: Huh?
0: <laughs> Okay, so that was your question. <laughs> now, I want to bring in... Yes, okay. I want to bring in Mary Luswata. That will be the last question. Okay. Mary. Okay.
1: Hi, Solome. Um, I've got two questions. One is you spoke about 2017 as being your hardest year. Mm-hmm. Where you had just two <laughs> kids, yeah. At that point, when you were thinking of this new sound that you're bringing into the entertainment industry, you want to sing things that are not yet here. But it's the sound that you want to introduce. But there's a sound that is already singing, uh, a sound that is already selling. Uh, did you, at some point, think over ngende dandali? Da this nice voice of mine, if I added like the loud beat, the Afro beat, the, you know, the Ugandan sound, would it sell better? And my second question is, um, do you do anything else besides music? Do you do anything to bring in a little bit of money besides music? Thank you.
0: Solomon, did you hear that?
1: No, Robo, you're going to repeat for me. One. <laughs>
0: Did you ever consider putting mm-hmm. your voice into the Uganda the Afrobeat sound at any point, even as you were thinking about doing The, the Afrobeat sound, the one that was popular in you.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Number two. Okay. Do you do anything else apart from singing that brings in money?
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go on. Answer those okay. now. So that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. So, for for Charles, why didn't I come up with a stage name? Shaniqua, you know, maybe if I rebranded the 50-year, as Sandra says, I should be Shaniqua. Um, (laughs) I think for me, okay, first of all, I think... You'll sing
0: to yourself only.
1: I know, I think for me, I'm, I'm so down to earth. And with the family that I grew up in, I really didn't see myself being any other thing. And I think with my with, with my team and my manager, we had so many conversations, quite num, num, a little conversation in that. And we're thinking, okay, so I'm starting, what do you want to be? <laughs> what's your name? And we just said, eh, what's your name? So my name is Solome Basu Tandika Tuga Beatrice. Ah. I did not want to be Solomon Dikatuga because Nikatuga is such a hard name. Mm. Let us welcome Solomon Dikatuga. It's just like to become a problem. Our Um, our
0: absent people ah, would have chewed their tongues. eh?
1: Sent you, (laughs) please. So, and then (laughs) one one of my inspirations is Whitney Houston. I'm so sorry, but I sing a lot of her music. So, and we just noticed most people do have two names, you know, Whitney Houston. Anita Baker, da 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 da. Mm. So I, I just thought that you know what well, I want to have Randy, two names, and so my manager, you know, mm-hmm. and so my manager just said, oh, so why am to do Solome Basuta, and Basuta is a beautiful name because it comes from a hymn that says worship, and so it really is around music. Mm-hmm. So he said, yeah, Solome Basuta, and so yes, Charles, yep. I don't think I'll change it mm-hmm. unless another rebrand comes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then um for Lus- Miss or Mrs. Luswata, Miss, I feel please. like saying Mr. Luswata? No, no. Miss, okay, Luswata. Hey. Okay. Um, did you consider the Afrobeat? Interestingly, if when you go back and follow me, because everyone is going to follow, <laughs> you will see that I've been speaking about my my transition of into the Afrobeat space and learning that whole genre and that whole space. Mm -hmm. I've been speaking about it in different posts, which you're going to see Mm -hmm. either on Twitter or Instagram, just go and follow. And I'm speaking about that. So actually I'm transitioning into another space um, that is the Afrobeat. Mm -hmm. And hence, the new song or the new most of the new music you will hear mm-hmm. will have that component because I'm experimenting and trying to create also a sound for Uganda. Okay. And so the latest song that is out right now, Sukuma, mm-hmm. which you're all going to download and share, mm-hmm. is, is is out. And maybe I'll sample it at the end. Um, is an Afrobeat song. Okay. And so definitely I am experimenting with that the last one she said uh, do you do anything else so right now it is music but um like i said this is how i work i work with a team so my team and i have definitely working on other spaces of bringing in cash flow that is about still about solo <laughs> but it's also business but it's away from music that is soon going to uh, start um this year <laughs> covid <laughs> Yes, so, Yeah, but it will start, yeah. But definitely something else is coming.
0: So, uh, Solome, this is the point at which yeah. I tell all our listeners and the guys out there that tomorrow mm. our mentor, and I've chosen yes. him because all of you have been asking me, how do we raise capital for business? How do we get... just mm-hmm. a nice finance? one. Where do we find equity? Where do we find... I found the right person who will tell you how this is done. And that's what he does mm-hmm. for a living. He advises people how to raise capital. He's called Daudi Nanambi. I will have him tomorrow, the whole day, and then at 7 p.m. we shall have a chat like this. Daudi Nanambi, nice. and he has a nice. business called a Sigma Capital. So he will talk to you guys about how to raise capital. So be ready tomorrow. Solome. Um, yes. I am so grateful that you found the time today the whole day. Absolutely. To respond to people, <laughs> chat with them. Yeah. And talk to us, but very quickly. I want you to hmm. just answer this question for me. If you went back to Gaza yeah. today and yeah. you found a Solome struggling with herself, what <laughs> and she was uh-huh. What would you tell her as an adult who has been through this? What would you say to her?
1: Um, I think I would tell her, first, it's going to be okay. (laughs) You're going to be fine. At the end of that day, you are going to be fine. But secondly, I think I I would tell her, start to dream now. okay, Get away from what family thinks or what society says you can or can't do. Right now, sit down with yourself, your 13-year-old self. Mm. Sit down and say, Solome, mm. I want to be an entertainer who is a chef, who is a what, mm. and dream big and start to do it. Because, girl, mm. you have everything in you to be
0: great. That's what I would tell her. Okay, so I told you at the beginning that my son walked in when we were starting mm. the show. Mm. And he came to ask me he's 14 years mm. he came to ask me whether yeah. he can talk to a couple of Ugandan medical doctors because his dream is to be a medical doctor. Nice. And he wants to go and, nice. he wants to go and do medicine in Japan. But let, let's leave that aside. Ah. So, <laughs> so any medical doctors there willing to talk to my son, please let me know. And <laughs> I'll start with Kasene in it, but let's 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 get ready to do that. So solo me. Yes. The final performance. Take it away.
1: Oh, the grand. Aha, DJ one. DJ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Anyway, so guys, this one is the latest song that's out called Sukuma. And uh, you can go and download whichever iTunes, Tidal, Spotify, you can go and share it. And it's the latest song, and a video is coming out on Thursday on my YouTube page. So subscribe and you will get it. So here we go, DJ. Uh-huh. Selector. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hola
2: Sukuma. Hey. Hola Sukuma. Baby Chukua.
1: Baby sukuma,
2: wait and walk on my dear. Love me and take me Oh, so fun! Mwako, no kusabatu vera. and Fuga
1: Sukuma, 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 sukuma 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 tabugani
2: i love you i love you baby ko. hey baby kagobako i miss you i miss you wakose, hey
0: la la
2: la 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 la
0: good night solome thank you very much and to all of you guys
1: good night robo thank you so much
0: <laughs> and thank you all the guys who are listening to us have a good night